Hello there and welcome to season two of the MedTime Stories podcast. My name is Ashwin Sharma. I'm Tom Thorne. And we're both final year medical students at the University of Birmingham. This podcast is about our life at medical school, what we get up to in and around the edges and what we're looking forward to about our future careers. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, please subscribe and leave us a rating. So welcome back to the MedTime Stories podcast. This is season two and it's uh, been five weeks since we last recorded an episode. So 18th of April was the last time we recorded. So this episode is really just talking about what we've been up to because we've had our final exams and um, how we felt in the lead up to exams and results day itself. So um, I guess uh, welcome back. Welcome back to both of us as well. And mm. um, uh, how, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling very well. I think the the main thing I'm now feeling is kind of relief. I thought I'd be feeling happy that exams were over. I think I felt happy when exams were over, but I'm now just kind of feeling relief at everything being done. Yeah, it's 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 nice to be done. I don't know. It's quite nice seeing other people have to go through exams now and kind of being done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We were like walking along yesterday. We went for a walk around campus and we saw everyone kind of prepping for their exams. Whereas um, it was normally they were in our position kind of looking at us because we're constantly examined. Yeah. yeah, I thought yeah. It was quite nice. I mean, I had some like Snapchat memories from last year hmm. and I, I think I finished on the 26th or 27th of May in my intercalation, oh, really? uh, which is so late. And we finished on the 5th of May, which is like three weeks before that. Yeah. So um, it's not nice, isn't it? You see, you see them in the last library just working really hard like trying to revise and whereas we're out here and I mean we've been done for three weeks yeah I know I know whereas it doesn't does not feel like that so I think the first thing uh, just to get out of the way is that we usually have like a news section where we talk about what's been going on and uh, we won't dwell on that too much today but just to say that there is another strike taking place um, a 72 hour walkout that will take place between Wednesday the 14th of June and, and Saturday the 17th of June because there has been um, no resolution in terms of uh, junior doctors pay and, and all the strikes. Yeah, essentially they've tried to at points involve the independent body who helps to kind of deal with conflict in pay disputes. But as far as we're aware, I mean, we're not in the BMA Junior Doctors Committee, but we were aware that a kind of a, an agreement hasn't properly been reached. If you want to hear more about these and about all the reasons why doctors are striking, why they're striking, kind of how they're striking, listen to our strikes episode, which has had a great reception. and yeah. give you a lot of important information about strikes if you want to know any more. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So I think I think the way we're going to split this up is, is talk about what we've been up to since our exams, then how we've felt in the lead up to exams and then talk about results day which was just uh, was on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday it was on Tuesday okay and then I think we'll have a separate episode yeah. talking about we had four papers uh, two multiple choice exams and two OSCEs and I think it's quite useful to talk about our experiences for both of them tips and tricks for kind of both OSCEs and also for MCQs yeah definitely. yeah yeah so I, I think I've got I think I've got this in in sort of order of, of dates and times and etc so I think the last time we record was the 18th of April and it was around my marathon time so um, yeah uh, if I can just briefly talk about that go for it um so yeah so manchester marathon um and so did that on the 16th of april sunday 16th of april um a week before our mcq paper it's been like a bucket list thing for me it's been a dream for me to run a marathon and um, i've said this all before i ran a half marathon last year in preparation for running a marathon yeah it was like absolutely incredible it was one of the, the best experiences of my life being able to complete that just a sense of achievement that i had it it just felt like a nice detachment from everything else that was going on at that time whereas every day just felt like groundhog day like wake up revise go to sleep whereas this was a nice day mm. where wake up i went the night before to manchester and then ran the marathon and, and that day like just purely just a day off work essentially and 
Uh, marathon went well, no hiccups. If anything, like you look back on it and you're like, oh, wow, I could have run that faster because I, I was very consistent with my pace. And yeah. uh, at the end, I didn't feel like dead or anything or, because I'd only run 20 miles in my training runs up until that. So I was a bit wary and not run the full distance, 26.2 miles. Yeah. So I was taking it very easy. When I was running through my marathon, I could see people pulling up at the side of the road with the paramedics. So I was very cautious that I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to be like that. Hmm. So um, the weather itself was very cloudy, which is perfect. Once again, I've been blessed with the best weather for my half marathon and marathon itself. They had water stations, they had gel stations, they had great support from the crowd. It's a very flat course, which I chose deliberately because I didn't want to choose anything that was quite hilly. I, I know we talked about Brighton as well, which I know there's a slight incline for there. So I was like, okay. yeah, when you start, because I, I I know parts of the route, a lot of it's really flat along the seafront, but but some of it is very hilly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, overall, it's it, a great experience. And, and just I started training on the 1st of January. So it was 16 weeks of training, three runs a week. What I would say is that it sounds like it's a lot and it, and it is a lot because I was running for over four hours but I built it up slowly and we, we go for runs I think on the couple, first couple of weeks maybe some like mm. six miles start at six miles and eight miles and ten miles and twelve miles up until 20 miles and it is something which is very very achievable so if someone is listening to this and thinks oh it's a marathon it's I could never be able to do it you can it's it will take a, a bit of commitment to try and train and plan out the recovery and and all the food and everything but everyone can do a marathon and I'm pretty certain of that so Manchester is a great one to do great one to start on my my intercalation supervisor last year recommended it to me because he's done it a lot and he said it's got great support it's a very flat course oh really yeah is that where, you, where it came from yeah I didn't yeah. Realize that. yeah so he's recommended it and and also it's not a ballot entry so you have to pay to enter whereas for example London Marathon you're not guaranteed oh, to get an yeah. entry so and you still have to pay anyway don't you, you have to pay and you're not guaranteed That's to get crazy. It. Yeah, yeah I know so uh yeah, once in a lifetime. It's one off the bucket list. Very proud. I highly, highly recommend um, everyone to, to, to go for it if they're thinking about it. So yeah, that, that's the marathon. So like I said, we'll talk more about the individual exams in a separate episode. But I think one thing to speak about is um, your holiday. You finished on the 4th of May, I believe, a day before me. And, Did. And I, I finished, finished on the, the Thursday morning. Thursday morning. And mm. I was finished on Friday afternoon at uh, 5.30pm or something. Yeah. And so I only saw you in the Friday morning because Saturday morning you jetted off on holiday. Yeah, so all our other housemates, other than Ashwin, we finished on the Thursday morning, like yeah. early at like half eight, or that's when our first, our last exam was. So it was done by about half ten. So it's quite awkward with Ashwin having to still revise yeah. in the house. So trying to be nice around him. But yeah, yeah, I then drove down to Hereford because it's where my girlfriend's Oski was. Then we drove straight home to mine and we went off to Montenegro for a week and it was lovely. It was really, I mean, weather was warm. It wasn't super hot, but it was nice to just get away for a week, just the two of us, and just have some kind of quiet time. It wasn't a kind of a super, super busy time of year, and it was just a nice destination to go to, yeah. Went up to Croatia for a little day trip as well, nice. so up to Dubrovnik, which was really nice. But yeah, mainly just exploring around Montenegro, going up a few mountains, kind of going swimming. Yeah, it was brilliant. Really Do you good. recommend it as a, as a holiday destination? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's really underrated, and I, I think since I got back, the weekend... That the two of us got back, we were at my parents, and I could see uh, my my dad was looking through the travel section, and there was like a couple of bits where people had written articles about Couture and oh, even wow. uh, about the places nearby that we'd gone to. So, yeah, definitely underrated. But I think it's like like Montenegro and Albania are coming more onto the map as like a mm. beach holiday destination. People going about like Albanian Riviera, but yeah, it was really good. And I remember in the lead up to the exams as well, and and after your exams, you're looking about how to drive on the right hand side of the road. So how was that? 
Mm. I was looking at how to drive on the right-hand side of the road. There, I don't know, it, it, the first half an hour is really stressful. I should like, try to remember it. I think, though, the thing that, that uh, never left me was trying to reach onto my right-hand side to do my seatbelt. Oh, Whereas I was yeah. reaching into the middle of the car, because it's just muscle memory. And then also trying to change gear with my left hand. God. And occasionally just like stroking the door. <laughs> I'm, there, I'm there trying to change gear and then I'm muscle like... Muscle memory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it, it's all right. And I, I drove a manual. Most people normally drive an automatic when they go abroad. Yes. I would recommend, if the price difference isn't too much, going for an automatic. Really? Are yeah, you, oh, really? Even oh. though I went for a manual. Even though I had a manual. Have you driven an automatic? No. Oh. But it's just accelerator brake yes true definitely easier anyway but yeah no that was really good and then what about you you did some bits and bobs didn't you while um while i was away in montenegro yeah i probably knew bits and bobs i probably just did bobs well, yeah so the day after so essentially when i was in the exam period my friend from home messaged me and said hey it was like hey like i know it's the day after your exam but would you be up for going to a post alone concert yeah and i was like I thought about it and I think I remember I talked to you about it um, and you were like, yeah, go for it. I spoke to my girlfriend about it. She was like, yeah, go for it. And I don't know why I was hesitant. I think because I was at the moment, I, I was just focusing on exams. So I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, I'd, I'd love to go. I think Post Malone is one of those artists who it's not like I, it would be nice to go to his concert. Like I would, I've always wanted to go to his concert. So, yeah, it was in the O2 Arena in London. So I headed back home on the Saturday. So the day after my Oski. And yeah, went to Post Malone concert, which was honestly it was really, really good. My first ever experience of a concert as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I've never been to a concert oh, before. So um, I was probably quite naive because we got there at half six and um, that's when the doors opened. But he only came on at like nine p.m. So um, sort of for like two and a half hours just sort of waiting around. <laughs> um, but it was like really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, and then my parents were actually away by the time I got home. So I was home alone until the Monday because my brother doesn't live at home, he lives He lives with his girlfriend away. And um, so my parents came back, and so from Monday to Sunday, I, I just spent time with them, which is really nice, actually, because I, I had not seen them for uh, for a while, and I've not got to spend that time with them. So just, you know, like, even just sitting downstairs in the living room, just, even if you're not speaking to each other, just, like, being in the same room as them yeah. is really nice. Um, Definitely. And it's something that, you, like, you cherish more and more now as, as you know, you, you get older. Definitely. So, um, I, like, I really just missed that time just speaking to them and going to places with them. Yeah. So that, that was really, really good fun. But I think we're quite different in other unis in that that's not the end of, of uni for us because I think a lot of unis have their elective in fifth year where, you know, you can choose to do something of interest, whether that is in the UK or, or abroad, whereas we tend to do it um, at Birmingham in fourth year. And so after that, we had a week break and we had to come back to uni where we are now. Yeah for a four-week block so hmm. so why, why are we here so we are here for our assistantship block which is essentially a block which runs us through or kind of gets us with skills to prepare us for f1 it's particularly relevant for the people who are in the hospitals around here next year so essentially if you're in a hospital around birmingham the uni tries to make it so that you're in the hostel or even in the ward that you'll be working at when you start so you get used to all the kind of it systems and everything like that for people who aren't kind of in the birmingham hostels it's slightly less useful but it's still it's still useful to kind of get the tips and tricks from the f1s kind of do some skills so i've done some kind of some blood some abgs it's been quite useful yeah 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 yeah. i, I think it's a very good idea it's a very good idea yeah. to, to not only focus on the clinical things but the other aspects which you maybe wouldn't have focused more on, on as a medical they always student. go on about that like software and hardware and yeah. stuff you know when you're in sim and I, I suppose it's kind of relevant there thinking about 
all of that and thinking about how you're going to interact with other people there how you know how to bleep like do you know how to bleep someone do you know what where the bleep numbers are like getting apps so for example there's an app called induction which for any of you looking at starting f1 is really really useful which has got all the extensions and the bleep numbers on have you no, got that no, I don't yeah know about so that. that's really really useful microguide as well yeah you can download the individual guides for your hospital or your trust which is really good Pocket BNF, which is a BNF app on your phone. And so I was talking to some of the F1s and they were kind of recommending particular apps or kind of things to do. And they were talking. And what we're, we're hoping to do is in, in the next couple of weeks is get a, uh, an F1 or two on to mm. talk talk us through these tips in a bit more detail and some things that we may have forgotten. But even the more complicated things like time off in loo and how yes. all of that works, yes, which yes. I had no clue at all about. And we'll hopefully get someone on, like I said, in a couple of weeks to talk through this. But yeah, I think the assistantship is quite, is quite useful. And we know a lot of the F1s as well. So yeah, it's, quite it's nice. nice. It's very nice. Kind of seeing these people and they are going to be your colleagues, but they're also your friends as well. So it's nice to see them kind of thriving as F1s. Yeah. yeah. And I think a nice thing for this is that the, the weather has actually been lovely. So yeah. it's nice to actually wake up to sunshine and, and go to places. It helps. To me, it helps just knowing that the weather's nice and going to places. I mean, yeah. mine's quite far away. Yours is also relatively far away as well. Yeah. So it, it does help with that. So in the meantime, so last weekend, we went away to Wales as well. So was we did. A nice, yeah. nice camping trip. So it's something that we did in first and second year. Mm. And I think uh, as final year, one of the couple of the students decided or it would be a nice idea to get everyone to go away and there was around 30 40 30 40 of us went to wales so yeah there's nice beach playing football cricket rounders beach was covered in jellyfish oh covered yeah i've never seen jellyfish before and i was like wow like thousands of them on the beach we did a walk along and there's these jellyfish and they're kind of a foot foot and a half across yeah on the top and i was like go and touch the top you're like they're not gonna sting me. I was like, no, you can touch the top, right? <laughs> the bottom, <laughs> and you were touching the top, and it's they're, they're really heavy as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're just pure water. Uh, yeah. And there was bonfires on both nights. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice, and we went we went for a walk on on one of the mornings. Didn't we? A nice, nice. We did. Walk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that was nice. So that I think that's what we've kind of been up to. I think I think before we talk about the lead up to exams, we haven't really spoken about our jobs. No. So um, do you want us to talk a bit more about that? What do you mean? Would you like to maybe say what you're starting on, how you're feeling about it? Yeah, so I'm starting on gen surge, so general surgery. And I think for mine, it's even like a subtype. It's like renal transplant. I oh, believe, I didn't know from that. Looking at like my job description. So yeah, I am really excited about it. I'm interested in surgery, as we all know. And I think it will be a good starting block to give you a good kind of back background in both medicine and surgery because you end up covering a lot of the medical problems on a surgical ward as an F1 or at least kind of liaising with the medical teams about it and for me at least I'd rather start on something where it's a bit of almost baptism of fire than starting on something like psychiatry where I may be getting a little bit de-skilled in my medicine and surgery aspects yeah Yeah. fair enough yeah so yeah I'm looking forward to it it should it should really kind of throw me in at the deep end and kind of test my skills I should get to do lots of clerking and things like that yeah what about you what are you on I'm starting on geriatrics so okay. I, I, yeah I've spoken to a few um, F1s and they said it's a nice one to start on um, quite complex medical problems but uh, depending on where you are can be consultant led you get like good experience and especially like speaking to families and things mm, about, about problems and so I'm very I'm very much looking forward to it I think I was in the camp that until I had my results I didn't want to think about you didn't have a job I, essentially yeah because because yeah. we're quite different because a lot of unis like I know my friend at King's finished in January had his results like end of January like yeah. my girlfriend had her results three weeks before we'd even started our exams yeah and so uh, she keeps trying to talk, she kept trying to talk to me about 
like next year and how excited she was to, to be in the same deanery and i was just like i'm, I'm really sorry i don't want to hear I, it. I can't i can't talk about this yeah. right now because i can't talk about a job that i might not have because of yeah the exams. fair and enough yeah now, now that i can think about it is it's also it's exciting also a bit daunting mm. where i was speaking to um, i was speaking to an f2 yesterday actually and he was like <laughs> um you'll realize that when you have a difficult like cannula to do you can't just leave the ward and find someone else to do it like you're the person that has to do it <laughs> and i was like oh yeah that's mm. a good point so I think it's like driving though. The way I think about it is that you do driving tests, you're safe to drive. You're yeah, safe to be it's a good analogy. But you do a lot of your learning when you start driving and when you start being a doctor. Yeah, so I think, well, I mean, he said to me, he said that you'll start it and then you'll look back at the end of F1 and you'll be mm. like, wow, we've, we've learned so yeah, much. And it's definitely. the same in medical, isn't it? Like, yeah. I remember we saying that in the start of first year, you didn't know anything. At the end of the first year, you know quite a lot. Definitely. It's yeah, piece. it's massive. It's massive. And it's it's because it's all cumulative. You don't think about it week to week. You would go, God, I've, I've learned nothing. Yeah. But then when you look at that kind of 1% you've learned, you then look back on it and go, wow, I know a lot. I'm mm. good. And potentially manage quite, a, quite an unwell patient, at least, at least the start of it, on my own yeah. for a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's what we've been up to. I guess now we'll just talk about the lead up to the exams. A lot to talk about here. So I think how long we took to prepare. Okay, so so if I was to ask you, how much time did you leave in advance to revise? I know it's, it's a weird question because I, I think I probably revised in a different way to other people. I rather I would rather do little and often. Yeah. So I would rather start revising earlier and then not be kind of cramming and pulling all-nighters because I'm definitely not the kind of person who stays up the whole night to revise the night before an exam. It doesn't work for me. I will, yeah, normally start revising a little bit earlier and do kind of little and often and do a few questions here and there. I've probably started revising, kind of going over content from fourth year, probably from near the end of February, I want to say, so a couple of months beforehand. So I started going over it kind of lightly and kind of relatively slowly trying to think about concepts that I really didn't understand. And then it kind of ramped up and it sped up. And I was going over more topics each day because time kind of didn't permit me to kind of spend a lot of time on yeah. these topics. But yeah. yeah, I probably started near the end of February. Has been doing questions throughout the whole year, really. I didn't start doing questions for an MCQ kind of at that time, I'd been doing them, kind of going along to make sure I was kind of ticking over with things. As I was writing my notes for fifth year, I was doing questions as well. No, what fair about enough. you? Yeah. I think I was trying to recall because our PSA was on the 3rd of February. Yes. I think my girlfriend's exams were on the 15th or 16th of March. I remember start. I started doing past med like with her in the evenings, probably mid-Feb, I think after mid-Feb. But I think once again, I started ramping it up around then actually, because I obviously I had a year out last year. So I was trying to go over because our exam was mainly all of the specialties within medicine. Yeah. And I mean, I think we've spoken about this beforehand, how we were originally expecting a Birmingham paper, which kind of has a, a mixture of acutely unwell patient and then quite a lot of obs and gynae and then child health and we realized that it had been changed in the kind of it'd been changed in our specification kind of thing that we we're running an mla type paper which is where there's actually fewer child health and obs and gynae questions that we realized and i think all of us realized relatively late and so we kind of yeah, changed yeah. our objectives really yeah and and so to, for me to go over the topics that i think i've made a mistake in first of all because i thought i knew them better than i actually did because it's so difficult with the mcqs because a lot of them 
are quite not niche but they, they test specific things and so if i i yep. needed the general parts of, of the the topic yeah probably okay enough for an oski but not enough for an mcq so going over that i think our first exam was 25th of april i think i started to properly ramp it up towards the end of february slash start of march proper intent revision i think i gave myself six to seven weeks yeah which i, I felt was enough you've come to the realization that it's never you can never do enough in medicine you're never going to do everything uh, that you want there's always going to be certain things which are weaker at some things which are stronger at yeah as long as you cover generally most of the topics that that is generally enough yeah so in terms of that period let's talk about the the, the six weeks or so that you you said that were quite difficult the, the sorry the intense periods what did your schedule look like when I was revising, mm. so I'd normally wake up at about seven, breakfast, get out, be kind of up at med school or wherever I was revising. I wouldn't tend to revise at home for kind of about half eight. Work through the morning, often kind of maybe in the morning I'd do kind of OSCE type stuff. So I was making a big document about thinking about what skills could come up, writing up about them, and writing up about like key points for each history. So like a chest pain history, what I needed to ask, a shortness of breath history, what I needed to ask, that kind of thing. And then in the afternoon, I might do content. So I might revise, say, dermatology and then do some dermatology questions. And then I'd get home, have my have my dinner, would have like lunch probably while I was out, get home, have dinner and then kind of do some more questions or other bits and bobs that I needed to kind of finish off in the evening. But the problem is, like you said, it comes a bit like Groundhog Day and you end up doing kind of a similar routine over and over again. So one of my big tips for kind of leading up to it is create some variety. Otherwise Mm. it can get really, really boring and it can kind of bring you down a bit. So create variety, either go to some new locations or or try kind of working in some different ways because it's just varieties like the spice of life, isn't it? They say so. I mean, (laughs) it gives you, it gives you a bit more, kind of enjoyment from your revision if you're doing different things whereas if you're doing the same thing over and over again it can also i think probably mean that you you retain less knowledge yeah i, I think as well i remember walking to medical with you a lot yeah. of times and you'd be like oh it's just the same thing every day isn't it yeah it, it, it feels like and it's going to be like that because yeah. essentially you are just revising every day i think the difficult thing as well was at the start we still had placement didn't we we only had placement we were off yeah. placement, what two weeks i think before a week a week oh, it was a week okay yeah. i found that quite tricky because... so i mean at the start it was mainly weekends that we could do or evenings yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's you. You go to hospital. You're obviously on the wards, and then I'd maybe sit in the library at the hospital as well, yeah. and, and to do some work, which is tricky because you want to be dedicating your time to revising um, all this content, but you also have to go to hospital, which I found quite difficult yeah. to, to, to balance. <clears throat> yeah, I think the routine when we actually had time, like full days, would be to get up uh, quite early. We get we literally take a whole food bag with us, like so we could, <laughs> the whole day. We would, wouldn't we? Go to med school usually. Find a room that we'd sit in together and then revise and work work obviously have our breaks but that was literally it like come back at 5 5 30 essentially when i got hungry i, I just want to come back have dinner and then finish finish with some more revision and, and like you said i think balancing it between oskis and and multiple choice questions um i think was quite good and, and we'll speak about um them separately but we did start oskis quite early because i think for both of us it was the one that we were worried about more it's the one i'm worried about more and it, i think it's also the one that's neglected i think generally i think we are probably different in the way that we work generally to to most of the other people on our course in that we will revise relatively or do work kind of relatively consistently throughout the year and we'll do a bit of work most weekends whereas i, I feel there's a lot of other people who prefer to kind of either cram or do a lot of work near the end of the year because they find it works better for them so i think that the i had most of the knowledge 
image there in my head. It was maybe for MCQs about just thinking about how to apply it or kind of filling in the gaps here and there. Whereas OSCEs was something that I was definitely was more concerned about. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's always underrated because even though you do skills and you do clinical exams, you're not doing them timed. You're not necessarily doing them in an OSCE type environment. And so you can't simulate that as well as you can with MCQs where you can sit there and do questions because it's not that different no matter where you do questions. Uh, and they packed a lot into our OSCE sessions. So a lot of people talk about that as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were, they were long days, like long days of mm. revision. I don't think we'd shy away from like how many hours we were doing. We're probably doing 12 hour days. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, you, Yeah, you, I mean... You, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a big thing I, A big thing I would say is it's really important. And I think you did this a lot better than me. I'm really bad at doing it, which is why I think I started to kind of burn out towards the end of it, is having that variety in your life. So doing other things that like you had the marathon to do. You had that to get up and do. And I'll be honest, I, I just I don't think I had a thing going on other than that. Mm. And so I was just constantly thinking about revision. And yeah. I don't think it was very good. I wasn't as stressed as I was in fourth year, I'll be honest. Yeah. I just, I think I needed something to do, like a marathon or like another goal to put myself towards that wasn't academic. Yeah, yeah. I think because in previous years, I've always felt as if any time not revising is time wasted. Yeah. So that's what my hesitation was with the marathon, especially with it being so close to exams. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what I felt was whenever I went out for a run, whenever I'd start, I'd be like, oh God, I should be revising. But when I got into the run, I, I felt that I was thinking clearer. You even come back refreshed. Yeah, you come back yeah. refreshed. And then you can, the work that you do is a lot better. That's yeah. what I felt. And so Definitely. It, it provided a good balance for me. So like Tom said, because everyone tells you this, right? Take breaks, do this, do that. But I'm, Oh, it's so difficult. It's really hard, when, so especially difficult. particularly when we've been in the mindset of working for us for eight, nine years. So working from GCSEs through AS levels, A levels, then through six years of med school. That's nine years that you're essentially told to solidly work. Or 10 years, if you include year 10, when you've got like assessments and stuff. There's 10 years of solidly working. I think you just get slowly kind of into the mindset that it's normal to just sit there and just spend the whole day working. Yeah. And actually, it, it's not really. You need some of that time for yourself. But yeah, like I, like I was saying, you get constantly in this mindset of just working and thinking that it's normal to do 12-hour days. And in reality, as I've come out of medical, I've realised that it's not. You need to break that time up. And I think that when I went for runs, when I did do these things, I'd come back refreshed. I'd start off, like you said, thinking that this was really, really stressful. I should be like doing work. But actually, I'd come back and think, I'm so happy I did that. Yeah. And, and it sounds silly, but like this was the first exam period where I really spent every time at uni. Whereas I go home, like I'm very appreciative of my parents um, for, for doing a lot of things for me and that they're very aware I have exams. So mm. doing my laundry, doing this, that. Obviously, I don't have to shop, etc. So it's just these things as well. You've got an easy things. life, mate. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I'm very privileged that way. Um, and I accept that. But yeah, just like adulting as well. Like yeah, just yeah. having to do life stuff, going to placement. It takes I was, time yeah, out of your day. And I was still tutoring yeah. as well, right right up until the exam. So yep. things like that just take time out of your day and you can't like mm, have, you definitely. have to really like plan your, 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 your days out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, so another thing that, like I just said, like one thing different for me is obviously you generally stay at uni for your revision blocks. And first and second year, I wouldn't. Third year was obviously, because first and second year, you do it at home anyway, you've got to come That's off, true. so I'd go home and we don't have clinical exams. Third year, we got sent home. Uh, <laughs> intercalation I, I did it at home because it was just all book work fourth year though you stayed here 
right? Yeah, so it's only the last two years. But for fourth year I stayed because I don't think we had a big gap between our, before our exams anyway. But what I wanted to do is practice clinical exams. Yeah. And for this time anyway, we finished placement. We only had a week. That's true. And then you're a week, you're into MCQs and then you only have five days. If you go home for that week, essentially you're missing more than half of your revision for OSCEs. Yeah. Because you can't, you can practice with your parents. Unless your parents are doctors, in which case they're probably busy, you can't <laughs> get a good, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I have loads of people's parents are busy. I'm not saying they're not, but do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if yeah. your parents are doctors, consultants, registrars, whatever, they're probably not going <laughs> to necessarily yeah. have the time to yeah. sit down and revise with you. Whereas if you do it with your friends, you know what you're looking for. Yeah. My parents, who are not medical, would be able to help me, but they wouldn't necessarily know if I'm doing like a movement in an OSCE right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas your colleagues would know. So that's why I normally stayed up because you can have two or three people that you kind of regularly revise with and then it works quite well. Yeah, okay. So the environment you, you, was the same as last year. Is there anything that helped you stay calm or or you mentioned that you, that you were calmer this year than you were for previous years? What What is it? Is there anything you did differently or, or your experience? I, I think that because I'd worked hard across the four years and I'd done fourth year last year, I knew roughly what to expect. So having done OSCEs relatively recently, I knew what the OSCE format was like so when I walked into an OSCE I wasn't kind of overly concerned about what an OSCE was uh, I'd also had fourth year exams last year yeah. which I re- I went oh mate we're in the same boat we're in the same boat like it's similar for both of us and you were like Tom it's not I've had a year out and I was like oh I had a year out but obviously I had a year out <laughs> after third year which we didn't really have yeah no I appreciate that yeah I think I think the main reason was look it's the final year of uni I, I want to pass I mean I wanted to pass well but no um, fair enough I kind of appreciated at that point I'd, I'd done the prep that I needed to to get me to pass yeah at this point it was just kind of small incremental like marginal gains yeah I think things that helped me we're speaking to different people so it was nice having you around like just bouncing ideas off you even when we're in the same room like my girlfriend as well who's a big support for me and then like speaking to my friends my, my my family as well like who just really like whenever i speak to them just quite like calm me down and it's nice to speak to them like and they're very reassuring yeah so i think those in like support networks Definitely. are very important very yeah, very yeah, important yeah. this period really important it can be difficult that you're just if you are revising from home you're just like on your own or if you're in a house of medics then you just talk about nothing but medicine and so it it can be quite tricky so just having those different outlets and those people to speak to is quite important I think for me I've I've talked about in previous episodes I don't really get nervous for exams and I haven't (laughs) been nervous for exams for a while this year I was nervous and and like Tom said it's because I had that year out so I wasn't sure I always felt as if when I was revising I knew the stuff better when I did fourth year than I did now which was concerning me a bit so I think when I got closer to the exam I I, once again I was not worried about multiple choice exams I, I was was quite concerned about the OSCE because I'd done it two years ago and a lot of things had changed and people say oh it's similar to you being on the wards but I think it's a completely different completely different to being on the wards you don't have the time restriction you don't have the format that we were presented with like we'll talk about in our next episode yeah so I think that's that's more about the lead up to the exams I think we were maybe going to speak about what our tips and tricks were for MCQs and OSCEs and the, the days leading up to it as well I think maybe that's better off being left for the next episode. Yeah, we've 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 covered quite a lot in this. Yeah, episode. yeah. So I think I think the final thing to maybe speak about is is results day because it's so fresh in our mind. It's, it's mm. it was Tuesday. I guess 
do you want to speak about how you felt night before, day of? Night before, I felt fine, I'll be honest. I felt completely fine up until we were on the day. And I even felt completely fine until we got to about midday. Yeah. And it hit about a couple of hours before and I was like, oh. And I was trying to sit and kind of concentrate <laughs> on bits and bobs and I, I couldn't. And they normally come out about, about two o'clock. So we were expecting about, about two. And so I logged into the platform at two. Results weren't there and I went, oh God, does this mean I failed? And then we got a kind of a notification saying we're just delaying it a bit to try and work out what's going to try and check everyone's over, check there aren't any errors. And then so I was like, I can't deal with the stress. I don't want to sit in the house. So I went out for a walk. And as I got back at the end of my walk, someone messaged on a big group chat being like, they're out. So I oh, got so back. it's just as you got back? Yeah, a couple of minutes before I got back. So I then got back and checked and then kind of celebrated on my own in my, in my yeah, room. Because yeah. I do. Uh, other housemate was asleep. You were out at the gym. But yeah, and then I, I, I spoke to my parents. And yeah, I was very happy. Celebrated with you. Yeah. Yeah. And by celebrated, yeah, I passed. And yeah, passed quite well. So yeah, I was very happy. Dr. Thorne. Yeah, Dr. Thorne. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, so night before, yeah, a bit nervous, but but I was okay. Um, yeah. And I think my, my what I was trying to do was sleep later than I usually do. So I wake up later <laughs> because we're quite early risers, like relatively, yeah, right? So um, I didn't want to wake up that early because they'd given us a day off from our assistantship block, but they hadn't told us the time. And generally, Birmingham results are released at 2pm, yeah. but they hadn't told us that so we just assumed they were releasing at 2 p.m yeah and so my tactic of going to bed later didn't work because i ended up just falling asleep at the same time because i was tired <laughs> but i did get up slightly later i got up like half eight ish yeah and i just sat in my room just watching youtube for the whole day like trying to pass time trying to pass time but obviously i've got like a side eye at the time like the whole time yeah. like, trying to make it pass, <laughs> trying to pass and i timed it so that i would go to the gym and then leave the gym at 2 p.m. So I'd open my results at that time. Yeah. So I, I left the gym at like 2.01 and I, I opened my results. And I was like, no result, no result, no result. I was mm. like, for God's sake. Like, then people were messaging me being like, when, when are they out? When are they out? When are they out? I'm like, I thought it was 2 p.m. Then we got a notification saying at about quarter past two, 20 past two, I think, saying it's going to be released in the next half an hour. Mm. And I was like, oh, God, another half an hour. In that time, I'm getting messages from my mum being like, oh, when when are your results released? What happened? What happened? And I was like, I don't know. Um, they, have, they haven't released yet. And I was like, we are eagerly waiting. And I was like, really? Oh, yeah. well, I think my parents were aware. Uh, and then so um, I was like, yes, my mum eagerly waiting too. My auntie was messaging me as well um, saying, oh, um, where your results are being released? And I was like, oh, I don't know, I'll tell you. Oh, mate, that's a different level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just told my parents, I don't think they they, they remembered. The no, so I went for a walk around campus and then I thought maybe I'll, I'll open it when I'm on campus. Then the results weren't being released. I'm like, do you know what, I'm just going to go back home. So I was walking back home and then I was like, actually, do you know what, I'm going to just sit in my car for a bit. So I got into my car and then like the, we've got a massive group chat and someone said, it's out. So I was like, deep breath, deep breath, uh, opened it and it was pass, pass, pass. And I was like, thank God, thank yeah. God. So like you said, it's absolute relief. And then Dr. Sharma. Yeah, Dr. Sharma. So the first thing I did was got on the call to my mum. So she was, I remember she was downstairs. And so I uh said like hi and um I, she was like oh everything okay i was like like where's dad essentially and so she was like oh dad's upstairs so i was like can you like take the phone to dad as well so i was trying to give nothing away and then um went upstairs and i was just like i'm a doctor and like, they were just screaming so happy and i think that's a really nice thing as well like uh, making like your family proud and like your friends proud yeah. your your relatives proud and... I, I call my dad at work and i don't think he he fully remembered uh, i called him i facetimed it i wouldn't normally facetime him during a work day he's like tommy you're right you know i'm at work and i was like yeah 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 <laughs> so everything okay i was like yeah dad i'm gonna be a doctor he's like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah and then we had a little chat which was nice and i yeah let's yeah. to my mom a bit later yeah it's <laughs> nice isn't it like i've been thinking back to this whole six years or even before that and yeah. like how much 
different people from when you're 16 yeah and, and it's eight years, exactly really. and yeah. how much different people have been part of this journey and how much they've helped yeah. us get through it like i wouldn't have been able to get through it between, uh, like without my parents like my brother my girlfriend this year being a massive support he's been told to say that yeah i was i was told to say that to be fair. i've written that down <laughs> make sure to thank the girlfriend <laughs> um it's it's really nice and and the day after as well i, I had dinner with my auntie as well and like i've, I've mm. talked about in first year how i had a difficult time and she was the one who really brought it out of me and so we were just talking about that and talking about everything and getting messages from people in like relatives in india and yeah. everyone was just so happy so a really really nice Brilliant. feeling and uh, your girlfriend came over and um straight after and then we also a medic also medic said and also passed also which is good yeah brought um, over a bottle of champagne which yeah, we had and, um, and shared and then yeah. we went out to the pub didn't we yeah, lovely to see that champagne hit me um, more than i thought uh, it i would. could tell on the walk up to the <laughs> pub but yeah uh, results isn't it you should enjoy it yeah and so we celebrated with um with, with friends at the pub as well yeah, so yeah. we'd also passed as really well nice. which was quite nice and then of course we're, we're in the privileged position that that we have passed our exams yeah and so i think it's just important to to, to recognize those um who, who maybe had an off day or unfortunately mm. didn't quite you know make it through this this final hurdle so they have to to reset and of course that they will pull through yeah and i think just supporting those people is really important kind of letting them know that you're there for them and either if you can offering offering help if you feel comfortable doing that but just just supporting them just letting them know like, like you've got it yeah yeah your, your will pass yeah yeah so i guess that that's results day the day before that's pretty much it yeah so what we want to do is run through in our next episode talking about uh oski's mcqs tips and tricks and then in the episode after that we should hopefully have an fy1 on and talk, be talking through kind of tips for F1. But my main tips for kind of preparing for revision is create some variety in your revision strategy. So change the places you're going to, change the way that you're revising. Also create further variety in the, your whole day shouldn't be clinical or like academic, whatever. You should be doing things that are for you and that are there for you. My third point is discuss if you're concerned with, about something about a bit of revision even if you're just chatting it through with friends or if you just want some breaks chat to other people because it becomes so lonely otherwise sitting there on your own and revising and i know some people live on their own and so find it more difficult but yeah get on the phone talk to people yeah definitely yeah i think i think as well maybe this didn't apply to me but i think a good thing that you did was is you you knew you were going on holiday like you booked a holiday away i so had maybe, i had that aim to look yeah for, exactly yeah. i know a lot of people work hmm. uh, better when they have something nice to look forward to after an exam definitely being able to look forward to someone is, is also means that you have like the end in sight kind of thing so yeah so that's that's also quite a good thing or obviously I, I said about like i can't really do that because i find it difficult to focus on on what's beyond the exam but i know a lot of people like yourself were excited for your holiday afterwards so that's that's a nice thing to, to look yeah forward to. It, was, it was a good aim to have and so yeah no, it's definitely really nice to kind of work towards but yeah, I hope any of those particularly preclinicals who've still got exams, best of luck with them at the moment. I think most people are probably done at yeah. our point. But yeah, best of luck with any exams that you've got going and feel free to send us any questions that you've got. And hopefully we should be back in next week with an episode about MCQ OSCE tips and tricks. It's nice to be back. Yeah, nice to be back. Thank you very much for listening. Please leave us a like, give us a rating and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll speak soon.